Hey there, friends. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to our next Collaboration Zone Zoom party. This is a free Zoom chat get together with all of my entrepreneur friends in the Rise and Recovery Network, where we can share mind and business growth tips, strategies, and you get to network with other entrepreneurs of all experience levels. So if you want to level up your business and get connected, book your spot today. Head on over to www. The road forward slash collaboration zone. When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Hey everyone, how's it going? Tamar here from the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. And today I'm excited. We have another episode of Tamar and Lindsay Go Neuro. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about mindset. So what it means to have a growth or a fixed mindset, the differences and how you can change that fixed mindset. Now, I am reading one of Napoleon Hill's books called Outwitting the Devil right now, and it is phenomenal. I strongly encourage you to pick it up. And one of the quotes in that book that really, really resonated with me and especially made me think about my own journey, he says, the urge to continue has to be stronger than the urge to quit. And I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have, you know, been on the brink of failure, thought, you know what, I, I don't want to continue. I'm not strong enough to keep doing this. And I have just quit. And so obviously my urge to quit was much stronger and I would always just give up, right? I wouldn't look at it as an, as an opportunity to grow. And today I have to say my urge to continue on this journey is so, so much stronger. So amazing quote by Napoleon Hill in Outwitting the Devil the urge to continue has to be stronger than the urge to quit. And I think that goes along perfectly with today's episode. So on today's episode, we talk about the difference between a growth and a fixed mindset. We also talk about how we can have primarily a growth mindset, but still have those fixed ideas that just linger and keep holding us back. Lindsay and I share our experience through going through the NeuroChange practitioner training. Um, this was a big eye opener, you know, seeing what those triggers were, learning to identify them and also learning how to physically identify certain triggers in the body, which is what we're going to get into next week, which is emotional intelligence. But we share our experience. We also give a, you know, uh, actionable step that you can take to shift that mindset. And it's super simple. So you're not going to want to miss out on this. Like it is literally the most simple thing you can do to shift your mindset. Of course, there's so much more you can do, which we'll go over as well. But there's literally uh, a phrase that you can say to yourself that will help you overcome those fixed ideas and, and shift into a growth mindset. So I hope you enjoy this episode. 
So welcome back, everyone. We're hanging out today and we're going to be discussing mindset. So growth are fixed. And honestly, when I first went over this topic, I was like, oh, I've got a growth mindset, obviously. I mean, look at the things I'm doing. But the difference is with growth mindset, it's being able to make mistakes and take those mistakes as an opportunity to grow. And with the fixed mindset, it's, you know, you believe you are who you are and we don't change, you know, like the saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, right? Mm -hmm. We know that's not true. It's very, very not true. I've taught my dog who's old a lot of new tricks. So <laughs> yes, <sighs> indeed you can. So Lindsay, why don't you share your experience? Because I know I was a little bit surprised. I mean, I knew I had primarily a fixed growth because we can have a fixed growth or sorry, a fixed growth, a growth <laughs> mindset yeah. with fixed ideas, right? And I always thought, well, you either have a growth mindset or you don't. So what is your experience when we went through the neurochange method? Well, I love that we either have a fixed mindset or we don't, which in and of itself is a fixed mindset. <laughs> Oh, golly gosh, that makes me giggle. Um, you know, it's funny because, um, so I first came across mindset way back, way, way back. When you were in, one. Way, way back when I was one, but not really, in um, 2018. So not that long ago, but, but long enough. Uh, when I was told to read Carol S. Dweck's book, mindset the new psychology of success and this is the book my friends and it, oh golly and it's wonderful um and it really opened my mind to understanding oh i'm always just learning then huh interesting but then so since then i've been operating kind of with this oh i'm always just learning then i'm always just learning then but which kind of is annoying um, but very helpful. But what was interesting is when we started to go through this module after we had done the belief module was exactly to your point of I completely did not realize that I had a very fixed mindset on some beliefs that were limiting me. And so understanding that was, okay, well, I can actually turn this fixed area and this limiting belief into an opportunity for growth. So it really helped um, give me a little more compassion with the limiting beliefs that I had had, as you remember from last week's episode. Uh, like we both were just in whole, a bit of overwhelm and self-questioning after mm -hmm. we went through that, is that this specific module gave me that compassion to be like, okay, You've identified that this has been a fixed area, a fixed belief, and now you know you have the tools to apply this growth mindset of compassion and openness and effort and progress and bring a lot more kindness to yourself that you are always in progress, but you're always now, a, you're, you can now be aware of where you still need a little bit more attention for progress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think I was, because in the program itself, um, we dive deeper into, we actually do a, a quiz in the beginning, not a quiz, but a, a questionnaire to really determine whether you have 
you know, a lot of fixed ideas that you need to kind of get rid of. Or if you do have primarily a growth mindset, but the you have, like you said, those fixed beliefs. And I think I was really surprised that, you know, it goes over the different types of triggers that the common ones that people would have. And so one of my triggers, I didn't even realize was a trigger, right? Because mm. there's two parts to that trigger. There's the, it's feedback basically. And you could give me constructive criticism all day long, right? Mm -hmm. If if you say, hey, tomorrow I don't like your website or, you know, I, I think your voice sounds nasally. Okay, that's just my belief. Um, you know, but if somebody shares anything like that, right? I'm very receptive to change. I'm very, you know, thankful because we don't know what we don't know. And I think I have just because of everything that I've been through and yeah. because of the way that I've learned to treat people, right, which has evolved. Whenever somebody gives me feedback, I always appreciate it because it's like, thank you, because I may not know that, right? But where my trigger is, is if somebody gives me feedback that questions my integrity. Mm -hmm. So if mm -hmm. I believe that somebody is questioning my integrity, that is where I can start to go into those fixed beliefs where I think that it literally paralyzes me because I will question, am I any good at this, right? Because I can keep moving forward, forward, forward. And as soon as someone questions my integrity, because of course, throughout my recovery, I've really been worked to be vulnerable and honest, even if I think somebody's going to get upset. But as soon as that happens, that is one of my triggers. And that can very easily set me like send me spiraling backwards and thinking well maybe I'm not good at this you know what I mean like mm -hmm. did you have any of those that kind of stood out to you that you were like oh oh, oh my golly gosh yeah and and absolutely I, I'm the exact thing with the feedback is I would always take it as this is a critique of who I am as an individual yeah. rather than a critique of this is how we present things to clients we need to to raise that bar a little bit right um and so you know example of that specifically for me is i i can remember being in my very first office job and one of the fellas came to me and said lindsay there's some errors in this you need to fix it and i i got so defensive exactly like you because i thought it was a critique on lindsay you're an idiot how could you do this you're so dumb and I would be like, how am I so dumb? I, I graduated university. Like, I'm not an idiot. I did this really well. You're just, you know, right? And so because I had such a fixed mindset. But, and interestingly enough, for me, it would hit me in my body. Mm -hmm. And I would start to sweat. And that's right. And so because I didn't realize that he wasn't attacking me as a person because he never once said, Lindsay, you're an idiot. It was, oh, okay, I had to understand, Lindsay, this is the expectation of my clients and we charge them this much for a reason and this is not the reason. So come on, right? And, you know, fortunately, I was able to grasp that then, but it took a long time and it harmed a relationship. Um. Now, there are things that we can do to move through those physical triggers because it's so important to understand that often when our triggers are 
triggered, <laughs> our body gets ignited yeah. somehow. And so we're, that puts us in defense automatically simply because our body is going into fight, flight, or freeze mode because of the brain tree roots. Mm-hmm. We'll go into the technical terms in our neuroplasticity. Episode. Yes. But until then, you get the brain roots, um, <laughs> the tree roots in your brain because of those habits that we have from just a biologically uh, embedded level. So, but we'll go through that in, in our next episode in emotional intelligence because it's how are you understanding how the body, when it's triggered, why it's triggered, what emotion is that uh, aligned to, and then how can you move through that in the moment? Um, but that's next episode. We're here to really just focus on understand that if your body's triggered, chances are you're in a fixed mindset. Mm-hmm. And that's an opportunity to to reflect upon. It is. And I think being recognizing that first is probably the most important part. So if you haven't listened to our episode on beliefs, you got to listen to that first. Mm -hmm. They all go in this order for a reason. Mm -hmm. But, you know, having that growth mindset, it was really difficult for me to shift into that because I was so used to being triggered for so long and being like, well, okay, I must be a loser, right? I can't, I can't get sober. I can't do this. I can't, like, I can't. And we'll talk about that in our, our, um, action step that you can take how you can actually you know fix that but I think to recognize that the mistakes that we make in our lives are actually opportunities right every single mistake that I've made I don't have to look at that as a negative I can look at that as an opportunity for what to do better next time or what not to do right? Mm -hmm. Because I like to touch the stove, the hot stove twice and just make sure that the first time it actually burned a little bit. But I used to look at every mistake as that was a failure. And as we know, right, and as everybody in, you know, the coaching um, industry talks about is failure is actually the opportunity, it's an opportunity, right? It's not actually failure. It doesn't, it's not a, it comes across as very negative, but I think that we have to understand that that those kind of mistakes and really learning to shift into a growth mindset, it creates resilience, right? Because every time we fall down and we get back up, we fall down, we get back up, right? That creates resilience. And so the roadblocks that keep coming towards us called life, because it's going to (laughs) happen, it becomes less and less difficult to overcome those roadblocks, to move around them, to go over them, right? Because now, because we're in that growth mindset, we develop resilience and resilience keeps coming up. It's a word that all my conversations, it's like resilience, right? Persistent. But we, I think that is how we create resilience is with that growth mindset that our mistakes are okay. That being human is okay. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, feedback, uh, failure isn't feedback, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's not how we've typically, how we typically, how we typically have been taught. Um, but I think one of the most powerful changing things that we can do with that growth mindset is a specific call to action that uh, that Dweck highlights. 
And it's this idea of, quote unquote, not yet. And you were talking about this a little bit earlier. And so it's when we have that, you know, oh, I will, I, I'm not able to do something. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not able to write a book. I'm not able to understand numbers. I'm not able to stop my addiction. Add dot, 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 not yet. And in that little wee bit, so I'm not able to understand numbers, not yet. Mm -hmm. I'm not able to stop my addiction, not yet. I'm not able to finish my book, not yet. It allows us to open our brain more to just say, I'm not finished. Mm -hmm. I have opportunity. My timeline isn't done. Huh. And so how, what, what, how can we start to, you know, use this not yet a little bit more? And what does this do for us as we start to incorporate not yet? Or even I, I also use the word yet. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a plant-based eater yet, right? Yeah. So you can use not yet or yet depending on your sentence and grammar preference. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Keep it simple. Just, uh, well, I'm just, just more of my friends right. out there who are just like, Lindsay, this is how I'm doing it. And I'm like, don't worry, I got your grammar back. So um, <laughs> how though, as we do that, what does this do? What, what, what can people do to start really understanding what, what this not yet, what this not yet, yet does for us, my dear. I love how like simple you put it, right? Because I think we try to overcomplicate everything. And it's really, you know, again, going back to the beliefs, right? In our act in our um our action steps is writing down all your limiting beliefs, right? Everything you think about yourself. And then what are the beliefs that you want to have? It's the same thing when you catch yourself saying the words, I can't. I think can't mm. needs to be removed from our vocabulary you know, I, uh, vocabulary. There we go. I did it. Um, because it's very really, ticklish a word. <laughs> it is ticklish of a word. Um, because that really, you just got to get rid of that word. And the way you get rid of that word is by saying yet, not yet. Right. So that is our call to action is, you know, I can't do this yet. Because I love how you said, like, and if you look at on the screen, right, for those of us listening, you can't see our screen, but it says growth or fixed mindset. And if you look at, you know, fixed, can't, right? I can't. That's very fixed. But if you said, I can't yet, like you said, it's opening it up. And some of the ways that you can help shift your own mindset and as well as others. So for the leaders or entrepreneurs that are out there and work with other people, we can do our part to actually help other people shift their mindset. And some of the ways we can do that is by praise for effort and process, right? Because in the program, we do talk about the difference between management and leadership, mm -hmm. right? A management, they focus on the tasks. Leaders, they focus on the journey. They focus on the relationships. So 
as a leader, if you're listening and you're, you know, a sales manager, an HR manager, whatever you do, um, praise for the effort and the process, not the intelligence or the talent, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a big one because I've always like, it's, you know, you're so good at that. You know, that's not necessarily the right way to approach it, right? That's not because a lot of people don't even take compliments, right? Yeah. So no. praise for the effort and the process, not the intelligence and the, or the talent. Giving good feedback. So always give constructive feedback, right? Emphasize, it emphasizes growth in everybody. Um, encourage creativity and joy. It's okay to take those, you know, reasonable risks i think that it's important to take risks right it's important to get out of your comfort zone have appropriately high expectations right this is one i love this is in the program as well we go over this um but it can't be easy but it can't be too hard you have to make it challenging enough that's where the growth is again getting outside your comfort zone right because it's like if we went for a walk every single day and did the same walk we didn't do anything extra. We didn't, you know, go back and forth, maybe add a little bit, maybe add a hike. We're not going to make a ton of progress. Is it good to walk every day? Sure it is. But if you want to get better, mm -hmm. you got to add a little bit too, right? You add the time, you add a little bit of, you know, maybe you carry weights with you, do whatever you can to improve. Um, and then of course, provide support, right? Use failures as opportunity for reflection and growth. Talk to someone about it right? I mean, we had our collaboration zone call um, the other day, and we can talk about the things that we need that support in, mm -hmm. right? And everybody reached out and said, hey, I can support you on this. I can support you on that, right? That encourages growth. Because if you reach out and you become vulnerable and you say, hey, I need some help on this, like, because we're all going to have those fixed ideas or that fixed mindset from time to time. But reaching out and having that support network of people who can contribute and say, here's what you can do. It shifts you into that growth mindset because now all of a sudden there's opportunity again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Yes, I think that's exactly what people should do. Follow tomorrow's advice. No, absolutely. <laughs> I think it's 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 absolutely brilliant. Um, and I think, you know one of the the best examples I can give of, you know, how, how can you do this is even just with running and running in my world and how did that come back? And, um, you know, I was very fixed in my mind in 2020 on, I should be able to easily run 10 minutes and walk one minute because 10 years ago I ran a half marathon at that. Mm-hmm. And I had not been able to do it. What I had to do, though, was very much strip away those beliefs that were keeping me from succeeding and getting back into a running routine. And I stripped them away and I went right back to the beginning. And so I then set little mini goals of, Lindsay, you're going to start right back at one and ones. And then next week, you're going to build to two and ones and three in ones. And over time, I was then able to build myself up and successfully run a 5k, successfully run a 10k. And I had no desire to run a half. Because when I was able to undo that belief, I realized that wasn't a goal I even cared about. Yeah. 
And so I, I, I think what all this does is when we're praising the effort in the process, when we're giving, when we're looking for that constructive feedback that emphasizes the growth that is important to us, yeah. which ties to our purpose, and, and take the reasonable risks, set those, set those appropriate stretching limit expectations. Whew. Always stretch yourself, stretch and stretch yourself. <laughs> and get that feedback and support which is also what i did this in 2020 and now i'm have run a year and a half consistently yeah which i've never done before but that's what i realized was important not running a half so yeah. what are the beliefs that are actually keeping us from having a gross mindset in the first place place mm. talking it's, it's saturday Oy. when as it's we record this when you're listening it'll be thursday but yeah, yeah, but I, I think it's also, but so I think when we understand tying it right back to purpose is why are we doing things, then what are the limiting beliefs that are tying us to where we are, and how can a growth mindset unleash a new level of commitment, awesome, and living the life that we want? Yeah. It all grows together. It does. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And next week, we're going to get into probably one of my favorite topics because I was so, I think this is an area that especially when I entered the world of recovery, I had not cried. I always tried to suppress my emotions and it, I did not realize what a detriment that was, like mm -hmm. how, whew. So I'm excited. Next week, we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence. So make sure you stay tuned for that and we have so many other good things too we're going to get into the subconscious mind and then like Lindsay mentioned we're going to get into neuroplasticity um which is very fascinating but yeah next week uh, make sure you come back and you join us for a little emotional intelligence oh mm. yes thank you that's what, that's what we got to say about that we'll yeah. see you next week bye bye what a super fun episode I just thoroughly enjoyed doing those. It is so great to have connected with Lindsay and especially going through the practitioner training together, we were able to, you know, share ideas and talk about the experience we were going through. Uh, we're also doing a 90 day challenge uh, with all the practitioners in the program, which is super, super fun. And of course, this challenge is going to be passed down to our clients and as we mentioned, Lindsay and I are going to be running a group of business owners or leaders and entrepreneurs through this program. I'm telling you, it has made me rethink my beliefs. You know, I already felt that I did have a growth mindset, but uh, it is really uh, teaching me some things that can help you overcome that imposter syndrome, right? Get rid of those limiting beliefs that a lot of us in entrepreneurship do face from time to time. So if you want to learn more, you can email us at info at com, or you can also check out our new website, which is com, And uh, come check us out. Get on the waiting list. There will, space will be limited because we want to make sure this is an interactive group. There will be breakout sessions and all sorts of fun things. But if you want to level up your business or if you want to improve your leadership skills and really start leading with passion, right? Building relationships and helping people enjoy the journey. This program is going to be for you. 
And guys, if you haven't done so yet, make sure you come check out our Collaboration Zone Zoom party calls. They run every second week. You can hop on the schedule at www.theroadforward.ca slash collaboration zone. It was a blast. We did our first one on July 1st. There was lots of networking, lots of collaboration, and so many people able to help get your message out there. It was just absolutely incredible. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Can't wait for the next one that runs today. But like I said, they run every second week. So if you want to jump on that list and you can join every single call, guess what? They will be aired as podcast episodes so you can get your name out there, what you do, what you're passionate about, and also ask for a little help and support along the way. Head on over to www.theroadforward.ca collaboration zone and I will see you there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.